Hello, this is Patrick from Expression. I'd like to introduce you to the Elgato Stream Deck and how you can use it in your Expression workflows. What you're looking at here on my desk is an Elgato Stream Deck. It is a USB connected device that has 15 programmable LED buttons on it. You can see, for example, this button right here with their logo on it. If I was to press it, they've got it set up to open up their Elgato webpage straight to the Stream Deck application. What I want to do is set this up to use it with Expression. So, I'm gonna launch the application that came with it. It's open on my desktop. And you can see here, there's 15 buttons, little icons representing them, I should say. And on the right side here is a series of actions. And most of these are meant for video game players. But what I wanna show you here, there's one here called System. And if I click on the arrow to expand it, you can see there's some other things in here. There's one labeled Hotkey. If I click and I drag that and drop it on a button, again, I'm using my left mouse button holding it. I drop that in. I come over here where it says hotkey. I click to assign and I'm going to reach on my keyboard. I'm going to press the control F1 key and you can see that programmed it in. And for those of us who are steady expression users, what does control F1 do? It erases whatever is on frame buffer one. I'm going to open up my expression. I'm going to put a graphic up on frame buffer one. And once I do that, I'm going to reach up on my stream deck and I'm going to press that button that I programmed. And now that graphic goes away. The interesting part of what I want you to notice is I have to have the expression application in focus. In other words, the application that I'm currently working on in Windows for that button to do something. If I have something else selected, that instruction goes to the open application. Well, we wanna fix that. We wanna make this the easiest thing possible for you. So I'm gonna come back here, I'm gonna right click and I'm going to delete that particular tool and I'm gonna open up a folder that I have here with some installers, and I've got one here that is a Stream Deck plugin. It's called com.rossvideo.xpstreamdeck.streamdeckplugin. I'm going to double click on it, and that's gonna launch the installer. And you can see on their dialog box here for Stream Deck, it's telling you that com.rossvideo.xpstreamdeck is a custom action downloaded from the internet. Are you sure you want to install it? They're just making sure that you realize you've downloaded something from the internet, this is on you. Do you want to install it? I do. So I'm going to click on the install button. And once I do that, let me get this window out of our way here. I'm going to come over here. I'm going to close the system applications and I'm going to scroll down. You'll now notice that there's a series of actions for expression. I'm going to open it up using the arrows and I'm going to find that I have Rostalk and expression remote sequencer here. So I'm going to start with Rostalk. I'm going to click on the R for Rostalk, holding down the left mouse button. I'm going to drag that into that same button. And what you're gonna see here, since it's Rostalk, it's basically GPIs over IP. It's asking me for the machine name or host or IP address that I wanna to talk to in the port. By default, the port is 7788. I'm working my local computer, so I'm gonna leave it as local host. Otherwise, I would put in the computer name or the IP address of what I wanna to talk to. I'm gonna scroll back through this dialog box here. And I want to select a command, so I'm gonna click on the select a command button, button and I'm going to find instructions for Expression Studio. So I'm gonna look for some things here. I'm going to choose read. And you'll notice it puts an R in the box. It didn't put a label. I'm gonna add one in here. I'm gonna type the word read in here. And I can also, if I come over here, I can change the color or the font. I'm gonna make it yellow just so that it's obvious um, that I've got something here. What I want you to notice as soon as I did that, down here on the Stream Deck, it's also put that same information in. I'm gonna put that button to rest here for a second. I'm gonna come back up to my expression application. My cursor is on this line item 27. I'm gonna reach up, I'm gonna press the read button. Guess what? That now put that graphic out of my frame buffer. Wonderful. I wanna program some other buttons to do some more stuff. I wanna really take advantage of this. I'm gonna go back to my Stream Deck application. I'm going to add another Rostock command. This one is going to be 
Q. I'm going to type in the word Q here. I'm going to add another button that's Ross Talk. I'm going to add a down. I'm going to type that word in as well. And again, you can put whatever you want in these dialog boxes that make sense to you. That's totally up to you. I'm going to make this one be up. I probably should make that action before I title it because it's probably going to blow it out. I'm going to choose up. It left it in. Great. So I've got an up, a down, a Q, and a read. I'm going to put one more in here. I'm going to choose a command to clear all my frame buffers. And I'm going to do CLR all. And you know what? I want that to read properly. I can't see it. So I'm going to do a carriage return that lets me have two lines of text. So let's come over here and let's play for a little bit. I'm going to use my arrows. I'm going to cursor up another graphic for frame buffer one. And I'm going to cue it. And now I'm going to hit read. And there it is. And that's one that just cuts on so you didn't see animations on it. I want to erase that whole channel. So I'm going to hit the clear frame buffer A or all. I'm going to go up to find another frame buffer one graphic. There's another one up here. And I'm going to hit read. Again, I picked a double box. Lucky me. Uh, I'm going to go and find uh, one more here. So I'm going to go down a bit. And I'm going to choose this one. It's a triple box. You can see that one will animate in. I've got uh, pictures in here. No, that's not really David Ross. That's just a placeholder graphic. And again, if I want to take that offline, I'm going to do clear frame buffer A. So I can bring in Ross talk commands. Now let's go to the big guns. You've seen the new remote sequencer. So I've got that here. Let's visit what I do with this. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to delete all the buttons that I have here. And when I do the delete, it's asking me, it's got a dialog box. I'm just going to delete them. Uh, I could select that to not warn me, but I'm kind of itchy. I like to see all that information. Now, instead of using Ross talk, I'm going to go ahead and use remote sequencer. So I'm going to drag in that command. I'm going to put it all the way up top and I'm going to tell it what seems similar. I'm going to tell it to do a take and you'll see here, there's an additional tool for what channel that's one. So I'm going to put the label here. I'm going to make it say take carriage return one. And I'm going to add another Ross talk command. I'm going to do a Q. I seem to like the Q command. I use it a lot and I'm going to put in Q carriage return one. Oops. Try that again. Q one. And I'm going to do an up and down here because I can. So I'm going to do uh, down and I'll just leave that alone. I'll put another one in here and I'll have it be up. So you can see that now I've done that and what I've got here, that's very nice and specific. I'm also going to put one more in here. Let me try this real quick. I believe that I've got this command here. I've got a takeoff line command and I'm going to put in here, take off line, not line, but line. So now I've got a series of buttons and I can make one for each channel because these are channel specific. So for example, I'm gonna put one in here that is a take on channel two. So now I've got these buttons put in and labeled. Guess where I'm going? I'm gonna close my office dialog box here. I'm gonna go and put my cursor in something here and I've got item 26. I'm gonna press take. And you'll see that one online. I'm gonna queue the next graphic because that's where my cursor is. I could take it offline. You can see that I can take it. I can also come over here and I can take the item on channel two and you can see that one on as well. And what I also want you to notice is the same things I'm actually having happen here. 
are happening over in the linear rundown as well as the channel specific rundown. So this is working with the Stream Deck box. This is showing how it works in Remote Sequencer and it's showing you how it works with Rostock.